Did you hear that? What? What? That. That noise. Was that the horror comedy podcast? With Jake and Haley, Sundays and Wednesdays. The only podcast where we get high and try to scare you and share short, scary stories. Contains marijuana. Keep away from children. It's another episode of the Horror Comedy Podcast. With Haley and Jay. That's us. That's me and you. And us. This is the podcast where we get high and I tell you about something scary. I try to scare Jake and at the end, Jake tells us a good happy story. I try to bring joy to Haley's life. He tries. In the end there. Yeah, definitely. It's like um, an emotional roller coaster. I try to bring it back Mm -hmm. for the people who aren't obsessed with murder and death. Yep. And that are just here for the for the, the lols and the lols. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's my job. Um, it, don't take my job. Quit being so funny. Me? Yeah. I don't fucking really hilarious. think I'm. That's really nice of you to say. Oh, this week you're gonna have to do some of the heavy lifting because uh, I just got dental surgery and I am on drugs and drugs. I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot to say. All I've done all week is nap. Uh, I did do research for this That's episode. Great, I've turned her into a fiend. I got my wisdom tooth out. Everything went great. It was a plus. A plus. And now we're all good. Oh my God. I hope your Thanksgiving was excellent. We had ourselves a good Thanksgiving. Mine was great. We had a good I'm, one. I was bragging it up to everybody at work today. I'd be like, did good. you get a Cornish hen? Did no. you? Just got a little piece of ham. Fuck your Sounds ham. Sounds stupid. Yeah, so uh, here's a quick Thanksgiving tip. If coronavirus fucks off, that's great. If not, and you only have to cook a bird for one person, dude, Cornish, Cornish hens. hens. I'm a vegetarian. Jake's not. So I just made him a Cornish hen. It was like the great. perfect solution. It was awesome. It was, awesome. Um, it so, was we had so tender. A, we made it like Kamala excellent. Harris makes her turkeys. Yes. A, what is that? A, a compound rind? butter. A wet rind. You didn't do a wet rind, did you? You just did compound Oh, well, I did do a wet rind, but I only did it for like two hours instead of 24. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's in Cornish hen time. That's That's, like, that's two hours. Yeah. That's fucking appropriately sized. The ratio is correct. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you guys had a fucking awesome, beautiful Thanksgiving. Macaroni and cheese. Oh, my God. That was amazing. The green bean casserole was amazing. This episode, it's been kind of a while since we did something like paranormal i think it's been kind of a while we've kind of been sticking to like real life stuff and like yeah lame let's give me ghosts okay i'm gonna give you some ghosts actually give me aliens ah yeah maybe next time next time yeah aliens i do too i do too it's been a while this week though i wanted to kind of explore something a little bit different my baby fever did flare up briefly we were sending each other back and forth cute little videos of babies and stuff so cute they are so cute when they're not yours and so it kind of yeah like you said when they're not yours they're so cute when they're not yours, they're also so creepy. So I can't imagine like how creepy it is to have a kid have a ghost who does something creepy. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? Like how, and it kind of made me wonder, like, what are the boundaries of <sighs> trust? Where, like kids are like standing in the corner and they're all like, wow. It kind of makes me wonder, like, we don't have any kids. I don't have any children. You don't have any children. Kind of made me wonder, like, 
if you're somebody with a kid, I guess they call those parents, parents. I guess. Adults? If you're an adult and you have a child and the child belongs to you. Prestige to parent. You're a great dad or mom or whatever. How much do you trust that child? If the child is being creepy, do you say... Oh, like he's playing, he's just having a great time. Take it away to an institution. Imaginary, yeah. Do you lock him up in a closet, an institution? Like, it makes me wonder, like, the boundaries. Makes me wonder what we're going to do. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And so the story I'm going to tell you, it's really thought-provoking. It's very fucking creepy. And to me, it's, it's honestly evidence and, like, proof that something is unexplainable and it is real in our earth every single day. I'm so excited. Okay, so. Tell me about it. 1988, motherfucker. Sorry. We synthesizers, lasers. Okay. Very good. And this is in Ellerslie, Georgia, which is a rural area. Sounds hot and sweaty. Very hot and sweaty. 21 year old. Oh, what? 21 year old Andy and his wife, Lisa Wyrick. Yo, Wendy. They have a four year old daughter named Heidi. And they are like a new family. They're looking for something affordable, mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. where the and of crime. They find a haunted house. The crime rate's low. Stupid. They want something where they can raise their family. And they want it cheap. They want it cheap. It must have been a murder or meth lab. We don't know. We're just sweet, innocent little Wyrick family with our new little baby. We're looking for a home. And the Wyricks tore this brick rancher style home with a huge haunted. yard. Definitely. Um, the previous owners abandoned it. Yeah. They obviously. left all their shit. They get free furniture? They get free shit. Dope. I always, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fucking ask, like, when we buy our house, like, the furniture that's in there for staging, I'm going to be like, yo, I'm buying this? everything in here, okay? Right? For $250,000, this is all mine, so all leave this. that shit. Especially the nice towels. Thank you. See this, those, everything in there. See these pictures? This is what I'm buying. All of it. All of it. Your family heirlooms, your grandmother's ashes. That's your fault for listing. You it. shouldn't have listed the list- ashes. This is listed in the picture. I'm gonna smoke that bitch. Andy and Lisa are not thinking like, oh, this is haunted. They're thinking, oh, we're lucky. Hell yeah. Right. Free furniture. Free shit. They even left blood spot on the floor. We love it here. And they are sweet little Georgian people. I watched like interviews with them and stuff. They have the sweetest little accents. Yeah. It's and awesome. In their child, yeah. Okay. They all have fucking awesome accents. Sweet little Georgia accents. So this is Andy's fucking dream house. Heidi is a little bit bummed, their four-year-old daughter, because there's no other kids around. There's, like, one neighbor that's pretty close to them, and it's, like, old people. That's how, like, our, that's how I grew up. You just have, you're just interactive with your kid. Yeah. yeah. You're a kid's best friend. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It seems... Unless one of you gets divorced, <gasps> and you live with your mom, and you only see your dad on the weekends. And... It's less fun. Yeah. The friend group gets smaller still. <laughs> By one. <laughs> when you only have two, that's very bad. <laughs> it's tough. Um, well, yeah, so Heidi was kind of growing up that way, too. Like, not a lot of other kids around. So she wasn't super excited, but she's also four. So her opinion doesn't carry a lot of weight because she's a freeloader. Doesn't matter. She doesn't pay rent. Doesn't matter. But she's she's nice about it, it's though. that bed you're sleeping in? That was free. It was free. And she's like a good kid from all accounts. So she hasn't had any bad influences. Hasn't had any bad influences. Our kid. She's pretty fresh we out of the loop. We don't go out there. We don't go out there. You see that? Where the shadow touches the earth, you must never go there. Never. It's like a cloudy day. Yeah, you take him outside when it's dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, mom, that's everything. Then 
Yeah. Late March, around 2 p.m. one day, Heidi is outside playing. Heidi is like in the front yard. Lisa's in the house doing shit, kind of keeping an eye on her through the window. That is some like common shit for back in the day. I feel like people That's, probably don't do that are now. Are you kidding me? Well, up, when you're out there, yeah. You still do. You still do? Yeah, because it's your yard. There ain't no fucking transits or it's true. Or murderers. There's not murderers walking around in the north. It's true. Or where I was from. Right. My mom let me and my brother and sister play outside, but it was like we had to stay in this one little area and like she could pretty much see us, you know. But it didn't stop us from getting into hijinks and like traveling way, way past where we were supposed well, to go. <laughs> yes. And also the nice thing about up north is our grandma lived, had the plot of land next to us, so we had like a trail connecting there. So we would just ride. That's scary as fuck. You're walking nice. through the trail. Yeah. And I would always thought there was something behind me, so I'd look and I'd just be like, ah. That's kind of. I was kind of fat still, so I'd only run like halfway, and then I'd be like, ah, just kill me. Just kill me. I give up. <laughs> I did that every time. God. Heidi's outside, and Lisa's in the house, like taking care. Maybe she's unpacking still. I don't know. Whatever. And she hears. Little baby footprints, little footsteps. You know, Heidi runs back into the house and she's like, Mom, can I go swing? Mommy, mommy. We don't have a swing. (gasps) Go swing. swing. She's like, can I go swing with the man? Fuck no. And Lisa is like, what the fuck? Like instantly she's thinking like. hell no, pervert. Pervert. We just moved here and there's already a pervert trying to scoop up my daughter and take her to some other location, right? So she, Lisa, actually has a badass moment. She locks the doors, closes all the blinds, grabs a fucking butcher knife calls Andy she tells him there's somebody trying to take Heidi can you please come home so he does he rushes home yeah she is she was pretty calm about it in the documentary uh Andy says yeah no problem and he was quoted as saying I ain't scared of no one but God Andy rushed home he grabbed his gun he searched the fucking house he He searched outside he's like yeah kicking down doors and shit uh open that door open that door But he never found the guy. They did ask Heidi, like, what did he look like? You know, we don't talk to strangers, mm. all that stuff. And they went to the neighbor next door and they said, hey, has there been like an old man or something creeping around? And the lady's like, no. So they're like, OK, um, you know what? Life kind of goes back to normal for a while. Weeks go by. But the reports of Heidi running into this man continue. Heidi is outside playing in the yard when he she actually lives in like the center <laughs> in the walls. Yeah, like, and under a, the crawl space. Have you seen that movie? Well, yeah. So he, she, Heidi, he, she, he, Heidi. she. Heidi, stop! <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm on drugs. Go I easy love, on me. I love it. So Heidi keeps running into the man. Um, it's always when Heidi's outside playing by herself, or when she's alone when in her she, room. You would think in the room. In her room. Okay, now we got concerned. Yeah. But regardless, you know, the way Lisa kind of saw it was that it only happened when Heidi was alone. So she's exactly so Lisa's still something we don't fuck with. I don't like it at all, to be honest with you. I would straight up be like, yo, I tried to have an imaginary friend. And I was like, man, you're kind of (laughs) lame. I was like, you suck, dude. I had an (laughs) imaginary friend after I saw the imaginary friend episode of Dexter's Lab because Dee Dee had the coolest imaginary friend of all time. I feel like I have the same story. I'm so obsessed. I was so obsessed. So I drew myself like a cool imaginary friend and then I just like forgot about it. It's like a lot of effort. An actual friend that was like. I think so. And then Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends came out and it was fantastic. Trash. Best show. Just kidding. So cute. 
Well, so Heidi comes up with a name for the guy. His name is Mr. Gordy. He's a Mr. silver. Mr. Gordy. That's exactly how she sounds. It's so fucking creepy. Ugh. He's like a silver haired old man. He wears a dark suit. That's her type, huh? Andy and Lisa start trying to track him down because, um, you know, Andy's still kind of like, uh, if there's a creep in the neighborhood, Listen, I would like to know. I must know. I must know. So in our daughter's room. Exactly. Um, so Andy starts going, he goes kind of door to door and he's How have you seen this man? Do you know someone like named Mr. Gordy? He's Do like, you know Herbert the pervert? old man. He's like hanging out with my child and everyone's like, no, nobody lives here by no. that name. Gordy? You're Gordy? fucking, that sounds like a dumbass imaginary fucking friend. Like, what did your four-year-old come up with that? He was like, no. All right, well, get lost, man. Go back to your fucking house and your free furniture. Um, and again, I would like to reiterate, this is like late eighties, early nineties. So Lisa says she started to watch Heidi closer, which is very much timely, which you should probably (laughs) do. Just not let your four year old play outside. And, uh, one morning, Heidi, my parents would watch me more like me and my brother swung on each other so many times. I know. And I'm pretty sure, uh, one, I hit him with a rake one time. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Hit him with a rake. Yeah. That's fucked up. Fucked his shit up. Fucking metal rake too. Oof. Yeah. Oof, <laughs> shot. One time Eat shit, motherfucker. There was these neighborhood <laughs> kids who like tortured a mouse while we were outside playing. Very different childhoods. It was very traumatizing. I was so upset. And then they stole my Pikachu uh my jigglypuff stuffed animal. Lisa said she started watching Heidi closer. One morning. Heidi got out of her cage. Heidi got out of her cage. No. One morning. <laughs> I wish. This is how the story went. This is kind of a plot twist. <laughs> One morning, Lisa goes to check on Heidi, and Heidi says, Mr. Gordy sat at the end of her bed last night and talked to her all night, kept her up all night long. I'm so Mr. Gordy was sitting in my room. I mean, I can't imagine the stress and fear of like, being a mother, being Lisa, and she's young. She's like 21. She makes up her mind that this is an imaginary friend. You're sleeping with us now, bitch. Exactly. Exactly. So she's kind of like at the end of her rope. Like she's panicking at this point. Is it an imaginary friend? She's not sure. Heidi is also getting obsessed with him. Like she talks about him constantly. Ugh. Yeah. Get a life, Heidi. Get a life. Get and a dog. And she, Heidi, this at four years old, is rule, number rule two, two, rule one, actually, rule we switched one it. Always. Is Get, a dog. Get a dog. Get a dog. Um, so Heidi also. Could have been avoided here. <laughs> could have been avoided. Heidi has also been spending more time alone, which is crazy because she's four, right? So like what, dog. what well, interests alone, do you have at four? Mean, like, like she wants to go sit in her room and eat her lunch by herself every oh. day. She doesn't want to hang out or watch TV in the living room. And that's weird because, again, she has no TV in her room. She's four. She's four. So, like, it's not like she has other interests. She's not like, Mom, you don't understand me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So, Heidi. You don't understand me. You don't understand me. I'm going through a lot right now. Ugh, Mom. Um, God, you're so stupid. You're so dumb. And then, Heidi. When was I even born? Heidi also starts asking for second plates of food to feed Mr. Gordy. Lisa thinks that Heidi is just way too fucking weird at this point. She's withdrawn. Oh, I can't believe you came out at me. Yeah. Like, what's oh. going on with you? Are you not well? One day, Lisa and Heidi are home while Andy's at work, and Lisa hears a knock at the door. Heidi runs to the door and answers it. Um, 
which is I would never let a four year old answer the door by yeah, herself. Of course. But if she I was a robber and I saw a four year old over the door, I'd be like, <laughs> just Sparta kicker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking that's the exact thing in my head. I was like, I'm just gonna boot this door. Pick her up like a bowling ball and roll her down the sidewalk in the opposite direction. Hey, is your mom home? Pretend to throw a ball and she'll yeah. go chase it. She's four. <laughs> it's it's a human. <laughs> it's a human. So uh Lisa, okay, yeah, Heidi runs to the door, she answers, she runs back to Lisa, and she's like, oh, mom, it's this guy, he's got a bloody shirt, it's, there's blood everywhere, I don't know what he wants. This child's four. Four. sentences at four. She's probably not, I've never been around a four-year-old, if you can't tell. I don't know what age they start talking. I have no idea, but the, basically what she says is, <laughs> it's a strange man with a bloody shirt, covered in blood. So Lisa grabs a knife. She goes through the door. Lisa fucking knives on deck now. Fucking stupid ass Heidi left the fucking door open. So Lisa has this fucking knife in her hand and she's like looking for this bloody man. She's thinking that he may he could be in the house, but she's not sure, right? So she tells Heidi, "Stay fucking there. Don't fucking move. Do dipshit. not move. Do not touch you anything." Situation. Yeah. So here's a knife. Lisa is walking around, stalking the house all crazy. She moves out to the front yard. She's looking around the yard, holding this knife. Oh, you know, a neighbor's driving by. He pulls over. He's like, "Are you good?" She's like, "Yeah, everything's fine." Sorry. Except that man I just murdered. Except for the man. Um, and you know, at first she was scared, but it quickly turned into her feeling pissed because she was just like over this. It's clearly another imaginary friend. Heidi is just fucking scaring the fuck out of her, like making shit up. And she's tired of the tomfoolery. 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 My word. Not the documentaries. Should have been. The documentaries would have gotten much more attention. Way more. So Lisa tells Heidi not to answer the door anymore. Yo, bitch! Are you fucking kidding me? You're four. You're four. What you was your don't plan there? Pay the rent. What was your plan there? You, you, you lock. No, you lock every door. No, no lock doors. And don't don't answer. Don't them. touch anything. Just sit on your hands, baby. Yeah. Here's mittens. I'm gonna get mitts. you some fucking mittens. I'm taping them to you. Duct tape oven mitts to your kid. Lisa, at this point, wasn't sure what is and isn't imaginary, according to Heidi. Is like, it cake? Is this cake? Is it cake? Is Heidi really fucking hanging out with Mr. Gordy every day? And was there really a guy with a bloody arm at the door? Um, you need to hang out with your child more. Like, you, you should, right? You should right? probably just start Thank doing Thank you for it. saying that. Yeah. I'm sure she's a good mom and stuff, because like, the kid is alive. and like Yeah, but... But like, I mean, maybe less space? Yeah. Well, she's I only four. I always had someone with me, like... I was lucky, you know, in that fact that, like, my grandma lives so close and every day, like, I would either get on the bus at our house. Actually, I had to get on the bus at my grandma's house all the time because my parents had to drive, like, 30 minutes to go to work every day. Sounds awful. They fucking had to get up at the ass crack of dawn. Right. When we were, like, school doesn't start for another fucking two hours, assholes. Just go hang Uh, out or whatever. Yeah, so they drop us off at our grandma. She'd either make us uh, breakfast or we'd fucking sleep on the couch. That's so cute. In our clothes until the bus came. I was the one sleeping. I would just be like... Good night, everyone. I see where your love of naps came from. And the bus came and then sleep on the bus. (laughs) (laughs) You got to get it where you can. (laughs) You learn that age young. You learn that lesson real young. I think that's the man I am today is you got to learn that. So funny. I love you. You're perfect. Oh, got an hour? Yeah, take a nap. Take a nap. So um, Lisa, you know, trusted Heidi a little bit less, which like you should trust her less because she's four. Never trust your kids. They're four. Don't trust your kids. They know nothing. You should 
be in control. And it was very isolating for both of them. Lisa felt stupid and didn't want to like hang out really with her kid. Hang out with her kid. She didn't want to uh, hear about that shit. Ooh, I don't even fucking like you. I didn't like you. I'm stuck with you for 18 years. And dude. Heidi couldn't stop talking about the man with the bloody shirt. She said his name was Khan. Um, was he Chinese? No, he was like this large white guy with just blood all over. And Heidi was getting even fucking more obsessed somehow. She spent all her time alone, but she was perfectly happy. Um, she never expressed being afraid what's, what's that like? of Con or Mr. Gordy. Um, it's us. It's us. One day while playing piano alone, Heidi started to cry hysterically and freak the fuck out. And Mr. Gordy said she sucked. Andy and Lisa run in the room. The room was so cold that they could see their breath. How big is this house? It's a or room run to room. the piano room. The piano room. It's next to the library. Yeah, by the loud. Stoke the fire. By the sorbet. Fetch me more wine. <laughs> Fetch me more wine. So uh, the room was so cold that they could see their breath. Instantly, I would have been like, "Holy shit, it's ghosts!" It's a ghost. And then they saw someone walk by the room, completely black figure, no face, just a large shadow of a man. How do you know it was a man? We don't we don't make those assumptions here. It didn't have titties. It was a black shadow. Okay. Titties popping. Did you see a dick? These are the questions documentaries don't ask. That what, we must was his dick out. Was his dick out? Was his dick out? <laughs> was he <laughs> pressing pickle? That's God. all that's <laughs> That kid's pressing pickle. No. Okay, so uh they saw this person walk by. It was a completely black shadow, no face. No details. They could just tell it was like a silhouette of a man. This shadow wasn't imaginary. Or if it was imaginary, it was not a friend. And they all saw it. I feel like if if me and you both saw that shit, we'd be like, get the holy water. (laughs) (laughs) Ghost punch, ghost punch, ghost punch. You know what? We should just like re-record just ghost puncher. I found it the other day. We should just re-record that someday. Just for fun. I'm all about I that. love that story. I got some new zingers. That, that takes up real tea in my <laughs> yeah, mind as well. Constantly. <laughs> and we talk about it so much, I just feel like we should re-record it because it was like a lot of episodes we ago. We should try to find a ghost puncher. Huh? We should try to find him. Track him down? Yeah. It's going to be hard. Um. So Heidi continued to see the shadow stalking around the house. Um. And it was the first time that she saw... How would you handle the situation? Go. As the mother? As the mother. Well, first of all, you're the mother, I'm the father. You tell me how you would handle it, and I'll tell you how I would handle it. I would be the clingiest parent in the world in the first place. Like, my kid wouldn't be alone. Yeah, my kid wouldn't be alone for more than like 15 seconds. So, there wouldn't be no Mr. fucking Gordy. Because if my kid was outside, started talking to Mr. Gordy, I'd be like, cool, we're going inside. We're never going out again. Fine. I'd be out there, too. Yeah, I'd be out there, too. Or if they were talking, I'd be like, that's smart. That is smart. Put a leash on the kid. Yeah, hang out with the kid. I would just hang out with my kid all the time. That's just what I would do, regardless if there was ghosts. And then besides that, at this point where the where we started seeing things and we all saw it, that's the point where you got to start saving to get out of there. Like in my opinion, I know you bought the house; it's going to be a huge pain in the ass. You got to do just something. Insurance. Insurance. Yeah. At that point, you got to go just because it's like it wasn't scaring your kid, and now it is. That's how I would handle it. But tell me how it. you would handle it. I would get a light for every single room. Leave them out all the time. Yep. Ain't no shadows coming in this fucking electric bill would be high as shit. But then I'd just have light everywhere. Yeah. 
And I think you're on the right track with the holy water, too. And holy water. You got to get some salt. You got to salt all your doorways because demons and shit can't pass it. I think that Alan. No, that's not his name. What's his name? I can't remember his name. Randy. Adam. Andy. Andy. Damn it. Andy and Lisa started. Ah, Fuck. We all just completely forgot him in like the middle of the story. (laughs) So he hasn't done shit. He hasn't really done anything besides Uh, he did try to kill the except provide for the family. Okay, we can't. We're not going to. He just works full time. Yeah, Yeah. Lisa doesn't have a job, so. Me. Um. So Lisa and Andy started having Heidi sleep between them because at this point Heidi hadn't been like afraid of anything that was going on, but this shadow has her hysterical. Heidi. Heidi. The baby. The baby. Fucking freaked out. The blood shirt didn't do it. The blood shirt didn't do it. Mr. Gordy, who somehow sneaks into the house, didn't do it. But this shadow has her at a 10 instantly, every time. She won't sleep without the lights on. Um, Mm -hmm. She's Mm -hmm. extremely uncomfortable in the house. Meanwhile, Lisa convinces her sister Joyce to move into the house next door. Um, I don't know how. I guess maybe she hadn't told her about all the ghost stuff. I don't know. What's well, the house next door? The house next door goes up for sale. Yeah, that's true. It's not was, the same house. So it wouldn't abandoned. matter. <laughs> wasn't abandoned. Nothing weird. It was just old people. They had lived there since like the early 1900s. So, um, really had only had like one owner. You know, We're going to Florida. Yeah, <laughs> probably <laughs> Boca Raton. So Joyce buys this house. And while she's moving in, Joyce hears Heidi sitting in the front yard having a full conversation with her hand outstretched and her fingers like wrapped around something as if she's holding someone's hand, but there's nobody there. And just the like responses or the things that Heidi was saying were not normal. Like we're playing pretend imaginary, you know, it was just like it was like she was really just talking to somebody. Yeah, my day was good. Mom's being a real bitch. Wouldn't let me. Wouldn't cut the crust off my peanut butter yeah. sandwich. What's a four-year-old talking uh, right, about? Right, exactly, exactly. Ugh, we had fish sticks again last again. night. Again, and I said, not know how to cook. She said, I like, said, what are you, a gay fish? Oh, hey yo. Um, and Joyce. <laughs> that actually would be our kids' forty. Yeah, four-year-old conversation. It would. It would. Uh, We're gonna have a terrible job. But awful. <laughs> Joyce did not think that it was fine. She actually thought it was really fucking weird, and she raised concerns to Andy and Lisa. She was just like, even if like it's here today to talk about your job, weird ass kid. So, babe, you're gonna be very happy to hear that Andy figured out a cure, a dog. Duh. Yeah. So he gets this big fluffy sheep dog named Sheba. Heidi loves Sheba. Yes, I told you. Mm -hmm. See, we we would be great parents. We would be great parents. (laughs) Good. That's right. They should get a cat, too, just in case. Like just to be sure. Yes. Ghost spirit? Yes. Egyptian ghost spirits don't like cats. Um. So, yeah, Joyce moved into the house next door. She finished her move. The old lady who lived there before her was named Kelly. And she left a cryptic message of, don't go over don't there. Go over there. And Kelly comes over to the house one day, to Joyce's house, to give her paperwork, like warranty. I see you've upkept the place pretty well. Uh, she comes to give her, like, warranty paperwork, instruction manuals for, like, the water heater, like, all that kind of bullshit, you know? And Joyce comes across this one warranty and she sees a signature that completely gives her the chills. Her heart stops for a second. Gordon. James Gordy. Oh. Well, that, that's it. He that's used it. his real name when perving on this kid. He sure did. Oof. Obviously, she was very Oof. scared. She couldn't hide it on her face. Kelly is like, what the fuck, dude? Like, are you good? And 
she's like, who's James Gordy? Like, Kelly, you need to tell me who this James is. Gordon? That guy? Oh, he's dead. He's but, dead. Uh, nice guy. She's like, Kelly's like, oh, it was our family friend. He took care of my mom at the end of her life. He took care of the property, stuff like that. And Joyce is like, where does he live now? And Kelly's like, he died in 1974. He murder suicided with my mom. <laughs> very romantic plot twist. No. No. Damn it. <laughs> he I died. That story. He died in 1974. Took too much acid. That's not true. <laughs> uh, so Joyce is like, oh, okay. And she tries to play it cool. <laughs> That's fine. Who's this guy? Mr. General Electric. Fuck. Huh? <laughs> They're just like, she's just trying to pull something. Yeah. Out. She's just like word vomiting. She's like, oh, I thought maybe it was someone I knew or something. But on oh, the inside, yeah. Joyce was like shitting and right. she actually had like tears in her eyes. Like how she was telling. That's tell- so tragic that he died. See, I'm like that he made it for You can leave know. now, thank you. And she's like, anything else you want to fucking tell me about a guy named Con? Maybe. Yeah, any chance? And she's like, so like, what? What does James Gordy look like? Because maybe I might know him. And she and Callie's like, oh, he's got gray hair, and he used you to wear like don't know him. dark suits all the time. So Joyce is like, what the fuck? And she takes the Obviously paperwork. Joyce knows. Joyce happened. knows. Uh, yeah. His yeah. sister's very freaked. Probably she's freaked. Sister. Okay. Joyce takes this paperwork. She goes over to show Lisa. Look at this. My water heater bill is so hot. I mean, I mean, this James motherfucker. Gordy signed my water bill. Lisa, you would not believe James Gordy lived over there and took care of that done killing family. Lisa. He died in 1974. You're seeing a ghost. A ghost. So uh yeah fucking lisa was like oh that's a weird coincidence you know still kind of trying to play it cool almost (laughs) 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 so she like later Uh, everybody totally later a lot when her and heidi are just hanging out lisa's like hey heidi like uh where does uh, do about this where does mr gordy live and heidi points up she's like the second floor well the ceiling (laughs) maybe upper than that Space. Uh, space. He's, he's an alien. We space got aliens. Gord. Space Gord. Twenty twenty. Space Gord. Twenty eight. Nineteen eighty eight. Nineteen eighty eight. Um, Lisa took the information to the library and was able to verify every single bit of it. This she, is the part in the movie where there's a montage of her like looking it looking up, through the. Yes. Yeah. That's that, exactly that Rolodex is. or whatever the fuck. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what was going on, and she was able to verify all of the information at the library. James Gordy had lived on the property. Um, yeah, and he had huh. died in he had died Newspaper in newspaper articles. Dead. He had died in 1974. So Lisa from an acid overdose. No. So Lisa goes home and tell he was an old man. He just died from old man stuff. Uh, old man acid. No. Best there is. <laughs> I want to, uh, I just know when I'm old, I'm going to be like, get morphine, turn it up. Yeah, I'll do whatever I want. Turn it to an 11. Yeah, I don't care. Just let me like slurp it up. I'm like a little vampire. I'm going to be like. Nose. Uh, that's good stuff. What was that? Advil? Oh man, what a rush. So Lisa at this point was officially shook. She goes home and she kind of tells Andy about what's going on. Andy, we need to talk. 
It's very serious. I think I've fallen out of love. <laughs> it wasn't that kind of talk. God, very scary. <laughs> That's the terror has happened. It's I scared you. I scared you. You scared me. Ha-ha! <laughs> Victory. So Lisa and Andy decide that what they're going to do is they're going to sit Heidi down and they're going to tell him. They're going to tell her. Look. Her. They're going to tell her. Look. Mr. Gordy passed away. Is a ghost. He died in like 1974. It's a weird talk to have to your four-year-old. It is. And it's weird that the next talk is going to be about fucking woman stuff. Right. <laughs> and so Heidi is like, well. We only have her one talk, but she's getting like. Couple. Hey, so we have to talk about your f- friend. Your friend. So yeah, Lisa tells Heidi like, look, Mr. Gordy passed away. He died in 1974, long time before you were born. Yeah, you're four, bitch. You don't, you don't know him. Know him, honey. And At Heidi, all. you wouldn't have known him. You wouldn't have ran the same circles if you were his you age, anyways. Have. Okay, I, you have very different. You have nothing in common. Yeah, you have class. He was a bum. He was a bum. No, other way around. You are a freeloading four-year-old, yeah, and he is a tax-paying citizen. You're a bum. He took care of he people. He took care of stuff. <laughs> yeah, old Heidi, people. Heidi is like, well, I don't know what to tell you because I see him. Like I hang out with him every He's day. He's here right now. He's here right now. <laughs> I, if that, look, that would be a terrifying, scary movie. You'd be like, I see him all the time. In fact, he's right behind you. And then it's like, <laughs> zooms in on the parents' face. There's like, ooh, <laughs> like some creepy music starts right. playing. Yeah. So Heidi. I would just swing on it instantly. Just turn around. Like, bah, bah. So Heidi's like, can we go to his grave? Yo, what the fuck, Heights? What the fuck, Heights? Before, bitch. How do you know that's the solution? I mean, Lisa and Andy. Is that the solution? They're like. What is the solution exactly? Like, I mean, at least if we can go to the grave, she can see that he's dead, you know, and maybe she'll drop it. The kid's like, prove it. Prove it. Prove it. You guys don't know anything. You don't know Mr. Gordy like I do. So Lisa. We really love each other. We love each other. Lisa and Andy load up into the car. They get Heidi in the back seat. They go. They get out of the fucking car. They unstrap Heidi from her chair or whatever the fuck. And Heidi, before Andy and Lisa are even out of the car, Heidi's already bulleted off. You know, she's running straight directly to his grave. How does she know where the fuck he? She can't even read. She's dumb four year old. I don't know. Is that something? No, they don't usually know how to read till they're five. So how does? Okay. How do you know? Go to kindergarten. I don't know. What do you mean? Kids read before that. You could go to active. a cemetery at four years old and no, read would, through. I, you think I'd go to a fucking cemetery now? <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to find. When I was fucking four. No way. So I just think that's fucking crazy that she doesn't know how to fucking read and she's just like automatically like bang boom there it is and she shows her parents and she's like hey I found it can you read this to me and they read the headstone <laughs> to her I found the is this him she's literally just walking around is this him well she is this no him? she ran directly there. She mm. got out of the car, went straight there. Suspicious. And she's like, hey, can you just tell me what this says real quick? So they, they read What's to her. Say? What's it say, mama? Your cute little Georgia. Died boy, of so dysentery. <laughs> Died of acid overdose. No. <laughs> so Lisa is officially fucked up over this whole situation. Like, how does Heidi know so much about this guy? How was she able to fucking run straight there? Um, she's possessed. Creepy shit. It is true. Did, did he... he Mr. Mr. Gordy. Gordy. Yeah, that's the name. I always almost called him Mr. Boba. Mr. Boba. (laughs) Mr. Gordy. If the kid knew or if he was telling her that, hey, here's my gravestone. When you when you get here, just fucking. Yeah. 
three down, four to the left. Like how Ronald Doe did with his aunt from our last episode. Like she taught him how to use the Ouija board. Yeah. And then when she died, like, yeah. It's true. Like grooming from beyond the grave. Yeah, that's fucked up. Be like, look, I don't know what's going to happen when I'm dead, but I know I like you kids. So you're going to, I want you to talk to me. So this yeah. is how you're going to do it. This is okay? how you're going to do it. If anybody, if no one says our code word possum, intruder. That's the key. Have a code word. Have a code word with your ghost friend, yeah. children. Just kidding. Don't listen to us. So one <laughs> That's day. rule number 10. It's not. <laughs> one day, um, Lisa, Heidi, they're at home. And Lisa's niece, Kelly, comes over. Another. It's not old lady Kelly. It's a different Kelly. Oh, boy. I know. Kelly Kapoor. So Kelly Kapoor. <laughs> from, the from the office. So they're hanging out. They're doing whatever. They're doing cute 90s stuff. Maybe they're exchanging VHS v- tapes. VHS. I imagine they're sticking their hair in this thing and pressing the button and it's yes do you remember those i do or they had one that like put thread around your hair yeah the threader Mm -hmm. that that hurt the threader didn't come until after the fucking yeah (laughs) yeah that's what they were doing they were doing some 90s shit and um all of all of a sudden sheba starts to fucking freak out good good boy good girl Girl. She's barking, she's growling, she's showing all of her teeth, and she's just looking at fucking... She has the mohawk. She has the mohawk, and she's looking at nothing. Like, there's not... There's no reason. She's just staring off into the kitchen at nothing and freaking the fuck out. Uh, they, I don't like that. I don't like that either. And you know what's even worse? Soon after that, Sheba ran away, never seen again. She was like... Uh, yeah, fuck you guys. This is too much for me. You know that it's you guys, bad. You guys aren't even listening to me. I'm barking into a fucking corner. There's obviously nothing there. You ain't listening. So why should I fucking be here? Oh what my god. What am I gonna do? What could, and imagine like, oh man, you just—that's when you know it's bad. When the yeah. dog is like, "This is too much for me. I'm I would gonna go." Feel very sad, but also happy for the dog. I would be like, "Good for you, Sheebs. You're smarter than us." Yeah, maybe the ghost like kicked her or something, and she was like, <gasps> oh, "I don't need this." Oh God, I hate this ghost. So I hate much this right ghost. Now. I oh. hate this ghost. So Lisa calls. Ghost. Lisa calls old lady Kelly, and at this point, she's fucking hysterical. Like she's at the end oh of her fucking God, rope. She's like, "Kelly, you'll never, never, never believe us." Kelly, is there fucking ghosts here? Is there? And Kelly's like, no, Lisa, there's no ghosts here. If there you will be. Yeah, there isn't, it's though. Creepy. So, uh, like Killer Grandma. I yeah. watched this movie. I'm so obsessed with it. it <laughs> Killer good. Grandma. It was awesome. Uh, it's exactly how it sounds. So Lisa <laughs> tells Kelly about the whole situation. She's like, look, my kid is obsessed with Mr. Gordy. She like knows where his grave is. It's fucking weird. And Kelly's like, well, I don't know how to help you. But what I can do is I can bring over all these old pictures and we can see if Heidi like what rec- the fuck is that gonna do? We bitch? can see if Heidi recognizes anyone. What is that gonna do? Oh, you recognize him? What's well, great? The next we're step? even scareder. Great, we know what he looks like. <laughs> yeah. He's not a black shadow great. anymore. Great, awesome. So, um, where do you have a manual on where to kill him? I see you sent me the dishwasher and the water heater. What about the ghost? What about the ghost manual? punching manual? One of the people in the picture that Heidi, at, well, in one of the pictures, she con. it was con. It was the guy, the bloody man. Kelly's like, oh, that's actually my uncle. His name is Lon. Um, He got caught. Dumb bitch. He got caught in a lawnmower. He got caught in some machinery and lost. Was it a lawnmower? uh, No, it was like a cotton thingy. I don't know what it was. Cotton gin, yeah. Um, And he lost his hand. He lived on the property that Lisa and Andy lived in now. Gotcha. 
and he died Oof. in 1957. Run. Lisa's like, this is fucked. Um, and also, we're moving. Heidi was shit. able to pick out a picture of James Gordy. No problem. Oh, yeah, that's him. That's him. One day, Lisa's hanging out with Heidi. They're chilling great, in the same room. Great. So they figured that out, but now they're just like, all right, well, we're going to, life goes on. I mean, yeah, what else are you supposed to do? You're like, well, my Call kid's someone, definitely priest, not having an imaginary friend. Move. Yeah. Burn down the house, burn, I guess. Literally burn down the house. Go live with your sister. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. She's right next door. Yeah. You don't have to take all your shit. You can just run. You Next didn't they obviously do it the people before you did. Just leave. Just leave. Now you understand. Now I, you understand. I'd burn it down for the insurance money person. Very scary. So one day Lisa and Heidi are hanging out. Lisa's blow drying her hair. Um, Heidi's hanging out and watching because when you're like four or five, you're just obsessed with like how your mom is so pretty. And um, Lisa does the classic like hair flip. You know, she does the. Yeah, like hangs her head upside down and she's blow drying the I've bottom. Yeah, and she's blow drying like under her hair. And Heidi sees in the reflection in the mirror behind Lisa oh God. the black oh, shadow standing seven. there. Don't fuck with mirrors. Don't fuck with mirrors. So Lisa stands back up, flips her hair back, and Lisa um is like looking at Heidi. Heidi's clearly freaked the fuck out, and Heidi's like, I don't want you to freak out, Mom, but there's like someone standing behind you. Lisa obviously freaks the fuck out, starts fucking screaming, calls Andy in the room. Andy runs in. Even Andy at this point is scared. He doesn't know what to do. Like, he's no ghost puncher. He's just a regular average he's man. An accountant. He's like an accountant or some shit. Um, a, I don't know, the guy that has a boring job. Yeah, he's, maybe he's like a logger or something. I don't know. That sounds kind of exciting, though. If he was a logger, though, he'd be all burly and just like, I ain't scared of no ghosts. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. That's Ghostbusters. I ain't scared of no ghosts. Um, so <laughs> Andy was scared of some ghosts. He was very scared now. Even though these things seemed to only make themselves really known to Heidi, it just seemed to be kind of spiraling out of control. Spiraling. One day, Lisa and some of her friends were hanging out, arranging flowers for somebody's wedding when they heard a chair in the adjoined living room slide out from the table how big is this fucking is there a picture of the house uh i, I don't know if it's really can the house or one? if they can just find a picture of the house i'll show you what they okay. said was the house i don't know if it's really it but basically like their kitchen and their living room are attached and one of the chairs in the living in the kitchen slides out from under the table so lisa and her guests they hear it and they're kind of like what the fuck and as they're yeah, tuesday as they're noticing it the chair fucking flies across the room at them like violently the mom's just like Eh, you get used to it. You get used to it. It's fine. My life is hell. So um, at that point, the whole fucking room freaked out. Lisa was losing it. The guests fucking left. Something. No, please don't leave me. Please. My creepy child. <laughs> Something is in the house. It is real. At this point, up until now, only their daughter had the burden of seeing what it was. But right. All those one people. Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yep. I bet they were around. It's at the 80s. Yeah. They were around. They were around. So, uh, yeah, fucking no more, though. No no longer was it just Heidi dealing with the hell of dealing of seeing these things every day. At this point, the whole family is being harassed. Um, see, that's what happens when you, like, see the pictures of it. Then you're like, oh, they know we're real now. Oh, let's <laughs> fuck with them even harder. Let's go hard. Yeah. Um, so one day Heidi is sitting in the living room watching TV. She starts to see her own breath. It gets so cold that she's shivering. She looks up and sees the shadow again. Oh, motherfucker, I've been waiting for you. 
this time for the first time, it seems to look at her too. And it walks directly towards her with its arms out. And she feels physically threatened to the point where she literally jumps up off the couch and runs out of the fucking house. Heidi couldn't sleep anymore and literally cried and begged to move every single day. Alan, uh, nope. Andy. Andy and Lisa told her, it's all good, buddy. Like, please don't freak out, even though they were freaking out, too. One night, Heidi freaks the fuck out and she's like, my face is burning. It hurts. It hurts. She like wakes up her parents in the middle Wisdom of the night. Teeth. She's like, why? Why does it burn so bad? And they see on Heidi's right cheek. Three slash marks. Done. Bye. Bye. You're bad parents if you don't move at this point. I mean, honestly, it's... What is it? That's a warning. Absolutely, that's a warning. Like... (gasps) Three of them? Like Monster Energy Drink? Yeah, like Monster Energy Drink. Six, six, six marks of the beast. (laughs) I I don't even think I said that right. Love Karen. So they go and they stay at a relative's house, but they don't want the ghosts to win. So they do eventually come back. The night after they come back, Andy gets clawed in his sleep. Same three slash like demon claw fucking looking slash, not a scratch, a slash. Um, He's got him all down his side, on his back, on his legs. Crazy shit. Now the family is noticing that their house is being swarmed by vultures, which is fucked. Heidi keeps getting clawed. Huh? That's totally normal. Move, you dumb fucks. They keep getting clawed. Lisa is at the- After one time. I would already be one, yeah, at this point. I would sell a car or whatever. Whatever I had to do to make it work. Just burn it down. You got to do something. Lisa calls Dr. William Roll, who is an Oxford parapsychologist. He explains hauntings. That's his fucking whole job. William, uh, Dr. Roll said that the case was unusual even for him, even with this being his whole ass job. So he does his fucking thing. This is my job but this is actually the first real encounter we've ever had i mean this uh, shit seems off the fucking wall let's continue bring the camera bring the camera fetch me more wine so he goes to investigate first step is to interview everybody separately he talks to heidi to figure out what was imaginary and what wasn't because he was still not ruling out like okay she could be mentally ill or something they all could be mentally they all could be mentally ill and he is actually like a real psychologist he just does the paranormal shit too so whatever but anyway he found out that heidi had no concept of ghosts like she didn't know about ghosts you know her parents weren't like oh watch this ghost movie like you know she didn't actually know what a ghost was so he didn't think that heidi like was fabricating this or maybe like she didn't i guess he didn't think that her imagination was like running wild you know okay uh so dr roll thinks that heidi may be experiencing what's called place memories That is a theory in parapsychology that explains apparitions. So the idea is that these place memories, it's like a recording and it's stored in the environment. So the idea is that, yeah, I guess it's it's could be considered paranormal, but mostly it's natural. And Heidi is just sensitive to it. So it's not supernatural. It is supernatural. Yeah. But the idea is that these things that happened, like, for example, Khan coming or Lon coming to the door with his hand cut off. That's something that could have happened, say, 50, 60 years ago. That's just being stored in like the limestone under the house. That's the idea. And like most people wouldn't experience that. But if there's something like an electromagnetic frequency flare up, which will happen if there's like seismic movement, it can cause in Georgia in Georgia, which does happen. Um, and it can cause I sensitive people to experience these place memories. My explanation is there's a war going on. 
Pardon? Between good and evil. Well, and these guys are just stuck in the middle of it. Some are good, some are bad. Well, you actually have some weight there, baby, because you're not very far off. That's so, just my explanation. Ah, I like that. Diamonds. So Dr. Roll does a test. He gets an old picture of Mr. Gordy and a bunch of other old pictures of people who look just like him. He mixes them up and he gets them to Heidi. She picks out Mr. Gordy every time. He's thinking, Dr. Roll is thinking that she has placed memories of these people. Dr. Roll tries to find the source. He looks for... EMFs, like we talked about, he looks for like ionic measurements. So like if there's too much electricity, basically it can cause these things. So he gets his squad, he gets his equipment. He gets his ghost hunters. He gets his ghost hunters. He remembers that Heidi was experiencing, well, the whole family was experiencing extreme temperature drops when they saw that shadow figure. So they do monitor the temperature, but everything looks fine. Another thing is that electromagnetic frequencies can actually cause hallucinations by themselves. So even if it's not place memories or ghosts it could just be fucking hallucinations um it causes paranoia feelings of being watched so that really could be it got into mr gordy's stash (laughs) so he does find so he does find high levels of ions in heidi's room which is a lot of suspicious ions in here ions that's a science term, little girl. Electricity frying Electricity. your brain. Electricity. So he also finds that the electromagnetic frequency does fluctuate over time. He monitored those levels for a while, and he found that at night it does spike pretty high. So he takes this data. He looks at it. He's like, I'm going to figure it out. Specifically, this energy spikes in Lisa in Andy's room. This ordinary energy, like I said, it does produce a, an extraordinary effect. Um... And so he tries, Dr. Roll tries to track down what's causing these waves. Um, It can be caused by shifting earth. He did find corresponding reports of an earthquake. So he's thinking, Dr. Roll kind of says that basically the environment in and around the home is causing the haunting. It's just place memories and um, it's not demons. It's just ghosts that are being, I mean, not really ghosts, these place memories that are being stored. What's the shadow then? Uh, yeah. Explain shadow. And that's kind of how Lisa felt. She was like, well, it doesn't explain like the scratches or like the fact that right. Heidi like really knows these people. This guy's trying to be like, it, he's like, no, it, it does. It just it does. does. It's fine. Tectonic plates. And you know, I think you might be right because he said that he was really happy with it because he got a bunch of like, it's good for his case studies. Yeah. And also like, that's fine. Just say you don't know. It's fine that maybe like they might have a tiny bit of an explanation, but it still doesn't like give them a solution, you know. Now what? In 1993, Lisa had Do another we have little to drill to the core of the earth <laughs> to, let the to let the demons out, to let the demons like a borehole and a skull. Yeah, to take the demons back. Lisa and Andy in 1993 welcomed another little baby named Jordan, a little girl. In the same house. In the same house, oh, they didn't move out. Heidi stupid. accepted seeing ghosts. She just figured this was part of her life now. This is my life now. This is my life. You, know, you have dogs, you have cats, I've got ghosts. I've got ghosts. Yeah. We can't have any dogs, actually, because I hate it here. Um, Heidi did make friends at school, and she saw less of Mr. Gordy. So she was thinking, like, maybe my That's life good. isn't falling apart okay. anymore. By the time she was a teenager, Mr. Gordy was just a memory. But the faceless, dark shadow was not. Heidi, I ain't ever leaving, bitch. Eva, bitch. my house. One time Heidi got off the bus and was walking past her Aunt Joyce's house and saw the shadow walk up onto Joyce's porch through the wall into Joyce's house. Joyce, oh no. Oh no. Heidi really didn't talk about it because she didn't want to be made fun of, but her best friend Montany 
I don't Montine. I don't know. Her best friend Montine had also seen ghost shit happen. So she knew about it, too. Um, once while Heidi and Montine were home alone, they heard a slam. It was two burglars coming out. Two burglars. Alone. No. Um, they heard like a violent bang. It sounded like there was furniture being thrown around. It just kept getting louder and louder. That's just their excuse. They had a party. They had a party. They had a party. Major. And fucking when the parents got home. Ghosts. Mr. Gordy and Lawn. So Heidi was like, okay, Montine, like, stay here. I'm going to figure out what this sound is. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> Heidi goes towards the sound, and all she sees is this dark, faceless figure standing in the middle of the room. I'm a raging hormone teenager, bud. You don't want this. You don't want this. Um, It was fucking terrifying for her. Fucking Wolverine. So it was terrifying for Heidi. She fucking hated it. A newspaper reporter somehow heard about the house and what was going on there, mm. and he decided he wanted to interview them. So mm. he calls Lisa and Andy. He sets it up. He shows up to the house as scheduled, and as he's about to get out of the car, he feels watched, and he turns his head, and there's something inhuman, some kind of astral, dark, inky figure standing inside the house watching him from the window. So he leaves and never comes back. Pussy. Could have been a Pulitzer, bud. Yeah, right? Could have <laughs> took a picture. So the whole fucking town hears about it. Um, uh, okay, we're done. Burn it down. Burn it down. God Heidi's damn. also just being super, super bullied at this point. Imagine being like 13, 14, and they're like, oh. <laughs> you're ghosties haunted You got ghosts in your pants now? Oh. Yeah. And they're all like walking up to her and being like, boo, and like trying to scare her and stuff like, oh. Awful. Bitch, you think that scares me? I have to live with ghosts, motherfucker. Ghosts. ghosts. I'll punch you in the fucking mouth. So one I'll day. I'll punch them. I'll punch you. You're human. <laughs> one day, Lisa. Blood. One day, Lisa, her daughter Jordan, and her niece Kelly are at the house. Kelly's showing Lisa her vacay pics because that's how it was in the 90s. You had. kids fucking. Print pictures. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You can take a I couple of these because I have like four copies. Yeah. <laughs> I got doubles of each. Yes. <laughs> going over these vacation pictures and they hear jordan talking she's like four or five years old at this point she's sitting at the end of the hall and she's just like la, talking la, la, la. in her creepy little girl voice and demon, demon, demon. she's like ask, asking like creepy questions like she, she, they hear her and jordan's like so how did how did you die um <sighs> and at that point lisa is Acid overdose. <laughs> lisa gets up she rushes down the hall she's like what are you doing and jordan is like i'm talking to the little girl and Lisa is like, there's a little girl now. What little girl, dude? And Jordan is like, the one who got killed in a car accident. Lisa is like, fuck no. She grabs Jordan. They go, they fuck off for a while. She's way scared all over again. Mommy! One night next door, jo- Joyce is alone in her house. She's doing laundry, living her best life. This is next door. Next door at Joyce's house. Joyce. And she hears laughter in the hall. Fuck no, bitch. This is like her house. This isn't haunted. Right? And it sounds I like can't a, live here no more. I can't do this. And it sounds like a little girl laughing, which is fucking creepy by itself. So she follows the sound. She goes down the hallway. In her back bedroom seems to be where the sound is coming from. So she opens the door and to her surprise, and she started blasting. There's a strange little girl about this far away from her face on the other yeah. side of the door. It's a girl she's never seen before. And then all of a sudden the door slams. All the lights start in the house start to turn on and off. Joyce fucking freaks the fuck out. 
She runs to Lisa's house. She Lisa, tells your fucking ghosts are in my house now. Right. And you it bitch. really for Lisa at this point, it just confirms her biggest fear. It's not the house that's haunted. It's the fucking family. That's why Jordan is starting to see new ghosts no, that they've never just, seen before. You let them into your house. Don't let your family into your house. It's that simple. That's it. So Heidi didn't think that the spirits were evil, but Lisa disagreed. Especially one night while trying to sleep, Lisa was woken up by a voice. It was something deep and gravelly with a growling back tone to it. And then she heard another voice that sounded like it was coming from somewhere she couldn't identify. They started talking back and forth louder and louder until they seemed to be coming from right above her in her bed. She was fucking hysterical and she really did feel like it was demons at that point. And keep in mind that they had been harassed and living this way for over 10 years. Yeah. Crazy. One day. One day and we're done. That's it. So the Wyrick family devotes themselves to church. The priest at the church says that the family. That's That's smart. That's good. The priest of the church says that the family has the power to get rid of these demons. Mm -hmm. Andy reached back out. The power of cross. You got the power of cross. Andy reached back out to Dr. Roll and told him about the voices and told him about Jordan and how things are just getting worse. Basically, again, all over again. Dr. Roll still says like, oh, don't worry. It's something natural. He goes back. He does this thing again. He interviews everybody. He thinks that now he's saying that Heidi just has ESP. Heidi and Lisa both. Which is when they can just receive info past what we can get by our five senses. So now that's what he's saying. It's not really, you know, don't worry. It's still something natural. Like, it's just this. Don't worry. He's not sure if it's genetic. So to find out, he goes to Lisa's childhood home and he talks to her dad. And he finds out that Lisa's family has mega paranormal experience. So, yeah, he starts to think that it, you know, it is genetic. Lisa's mom was raised in this place in Georgia called Hainted Holler. Which translates to Haunted Hollow. Yeah, of course. Um, it's located. Of course, it fucking does. Yeah, it's located along the Trail of Tears in the 1800s. Of it is. Mm-hmm. Did we do one on the Trail of Tears? No, we haven't. Um, in the 1800s, white colonizers forced Native Americans off their own land. It was bloody. Over 2,000 men, women, and children died on the way to these internment camps that they were sent to. So fucking Very brutal. Very sad. Haunted Hollow was fucking bad. Like really, really haunted bad. Real bad. And that's where Lisa was raised and where Lisa's family had stayed for years. Um, so, I don't know. It could be a family. They go ask the grandma and grandpa and they're just like, the ghost? Oh, Lisa didn't tell you about that when she was a kid? Oh, man. She she play with them. It's a nice flavor. She loved, we love them love ghosts. Them. They're very nice. Love them. Very nice people. So, it could be a family curse. It could be genetics. <gasps> mm-hmm. Um, but either way, Dr. Roll says, you know, this is just ESP. This is what's going on. I think it's genetic. And you guys, the way to get over <coughs> it is just to accept it. I don't know anything. That's, I don't get why people make like these weird scientific claims. Like, do they get money for doing it? Grant money, probably. Grant money. Yeah. Either way, Andy and Lisa were not comforted by that. He didn't really believe that it wasn't demons. Like, why would these things be going on if it wasn't? Dr. Roll says that Lisa and Heidi are psychic. That's all it is. Um, he says that what... Motherfucker, do I look psychic? Psycho, maybe. Oh. Okay. So he suggests that they have a medium come over to the house to see if she can verify any of their claims. Lisa says, okay, so all the Wyricks get out of the house. The psychic has no previous information about anything that's going on. She just walks out of it. 
yeah, you fucked. You fucked. She goes to the house. No amount of sage. Right away, as soon as she walks onto the yard, she's like, oh, yeah, someone's attached to the property. It's like a caretaker, protector kind of person. I can tell. So uh, Yeah, sure, buddy. Sure, buddy. So she goes in the house. She says that there's a little girl, and she says that this little girl looked so real that she actually thought it was just like a little girl. Um, she also found powerful menacing entities. She said that one was a gentleman with a blackened out face and one was a hostile old man, super negative and angry. Basically, she Aren't confirmed, huh? Aren't they all? Aren't they all? Old men. Yeah. So basically she confirms kind of what the family's been saying. The psychic thinks that the ghosts are drawn to Heidi and Lisa because they are psychic if they move, it'll probably still happen. And she, again, advises them to just accept it. Yeah, exactly. Jake's got his mouth open. He just looks pissed. Lisa doesn't like that shit either. She feels the Burn same way. it down. No other way. So Lisa's fucking terrified. She thinks that the angry no-face thing is demonic, and she's even more scared. She calls a Christian psychic who specializes in getting rid of demons... He, we pray the guy away. We pray it away. He goes to the house. He feels a dark presence in Lisa and Andy's room. He said that the demon was strongest in there. In Heidi's room. Yeah, I'll be ma- doing premarital sex. Huh? <laughs> well, here where you did the premarital stuff. Portal to hell. Portal to hell. <laughs> it's actually between your legs, harlot. <laughs> You Jezebel. <laughs> God damn it. So in Heidi's room, he felt another demon, but the it demon also felt him. No, but the demon wasn't able to go past the door frame because there was another presence in her room protecting her and fighting it off. That's Jesus. Mr. Gordy, maybe? Hmm? You think? Could be Mr. Gordy? I thought the one lady said there was a grumpy old man. Yeah, that could also be Mr. Gordy. It's hard to say. There's Jordan's, so many at this point. Yeah. Numbered them. Yeah. You can't keep up with naming them. Exactly. So Jordan's room was kind of the same deal. Like the demons were just outside her I door. Would be like, what room has no demons? Um, that's you the room I want. Sleep there. Yeah. <laughs> In a pile. So, uh, yeah, this Christian Protected psychic. By candles and holy water Yeah. He said to go directly to the pastor. The two accounts of we the need to take this to my boss. Yeah, the two accounts of the psychic sort of matched. So, yeah, it was very scary for them. They still didn't have any answers or any relief. They go to Pastor Stephen Shelley, who's like he leads the kind of church where people are like screaming and Pentecostal. Yeah, crazy kind Love of. Love those churches. Love it. Um, I felt weird watching it. Like there was like a clip, and I don't know if it was real or if it was like a dramatization or what, but I felt fucking weird. It's not. All right, this is where it gets... For a low-down payment of $399, No, I will exercise your ghost. No, this is where it Damn gets it. weird. Um, everybody surrounds the Wyricks. And prays over them. And they pray over them. They all ha- they're all touching them. That's not them. weird. That's a, that's a fucking Doctor, that's a Wednesday prayer. Uh, Pastor Shelley puts like all this oil on them, and he slabs it all over their foreheads, and he like <sighs> screams. Uh, Heidi becomes... Screams tongues? I don't know. He's just screaming. People are crying. Um, there's some people yelling other things. It's just like a very religious thing, and it's scary. Heidi gets weak and starts to fall, and they hold her up. Mom wouldn't give me any snacks before <laughs> this. Huh? I'm feeling a little peckish. Yeah. Uh, Everybody, pack of ketchup, even. <laughs> some, some sugar. Uh, so it was weird and creepy looking. I felt weird watching it, but... Um, yeah, I can tell you how, you know how many times I've seen this situation played out. Oh, I've my been God. a part of this situation. Well, apparently, no. I'm all just like... 
I guess that this oil was supposed to protect them. It's like a holy oil. So you got, they you got some more on Take it home. Does, how long does it last? How long does it last? Can I reapply it? Yeah. So on the way home, they all feel better. Um, they told Heidi. I feel great. That's all we needed. Yeah, Just Heidi. Oil change. Apparently, Heidi <laughs> had been feeling like really guilty, and they all told her like, "Look, it's not your fault that this is happening. Like, it is her fault. It's. It is. It is. It is. You don't it trust is. children, yeah." Um, Lisa said she still didn't want to move. The sightings didn't stop 100%. Heidi accepted that she is a psychic and she said it isn't necessarily a curse. She still sees spirits to this day and she says she probably always will. Are you saying that they all still live in the same house? Well, she moved out, but she still sees spirits. Andy died in 2012 at the age of 45. Sweet relief. And this story apparently inspired a haunting in Connecticut too, Ghosts of Georgia. I haven't seen that one. Me neither. The f- <laughs> yeah, I'm down. But what do you think, Jake? Are you scared? No. No? They played this all wrong. I know. Yeah. I would have moved out. I can't I can, believe they like doubled like down. 20, yeah, they did. They They're, did. They were like... We're going to live here for a fucking decade. Got this, <laughs> this is a family home now. Yeah. You see this? This is architectural genius. I mean, right. I feel like they're like attached to the ghost. Like if, if they try, if the ghost tried to move out, they'd be like, excuse me, we've been doing this for the better part of a decade together. You, you can't just leave. bail on us. Yeah. We are a family. You're here. We're here for you. I moved my sister into this yeah. ghost house next door. You know, we get even to let just, you in there. We let you in there. You don't get to just leave. Yeah, we get to, we'll kill you. Yeah, well, I picked that story because I thought it was very interesting. It was good. I had never, like, really thought about, I guess, psychics before. It sounds like a terrible way to live. I would be pissed. I live psycho every day. Every day. All right, Jake, this is your part. This is your it's part. Tell the people what you're going to do. Funny, funny story time. Hot takes with Jake, if you will. You're going to bring up the mood. Bring up the mood. I thought the mood was pretty good during that whole story. I thought so, too. It so. wasn't too bad. You know, no kids got murdered. No, I and one. you know, even though it was Carvick. creepy, really fucking cool, right? Yeah, kind of awesome. I mean, honestly, like they're just stupid. They're people. stupid, but I at the could s- think of like twenty things I would have done differently. Yeah, me too. Me too. But I lived at a church. Also, like it's kind of cool. She's like, basically, she's Sabrina the Teenage Witch, like, and that's cool. Terrible life. You don't think it's cool? She's yeah. like Odd Thomas. It's like my favorite book. I've never seen that. Well, he talks to ghosts and he solves crimes. And that's also sounds horrible. Sounds like a lot of work. Okay? It is. I just want to be a teenager that plays video games and smokes weed. You can't do that if there's like someone can't with a hand that. cut off like exactly. staring at you. Lawn, fuck, man. Fuck, just, please leave me alone. Just trying to talk about boys Trying here. to bust a nut. Like you're trying yeah. to figure out your period and there's just like yeah. some guy with no hand. Anyway, this God, is the part. Lawn, what do I do? Please leave me alone. Lon, I had my period for the first time. <laughs> He just is like splurting blood from his nub. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. Haven't been able to stop bleeding for years. <laughs> you ain't, just like me, you ain't gonna stop. Anyway, Jake, do you think? Okay, funny story number one. As the coals from our barbecue burned down, our hosts passed out marshmallows and long roasting forks. Just then, two fire trucks roared by. Sirens blaring, lights flashing. They stopped at a house right down the block. All 12 of us raced out of the backyard down the street where we found the owner of the blazing house standing by helplessly. 
They then glared at us with looks of disgust. Suddenly we realized why. We were all still holding our roasting forks with marshmallows on them. <laughs> Six bucks. <laughs> That's awesome. <clears throat> I suppose you're old enough to know that we can tell you the real... Oh, uh, children get together and ask them the origin of their names. Okay. I suppose you're old enough that we can tell you the real story. Each of you were named accordingly to the circumstances surrounding your conception. The father said, what about me? Asked his first child. Well, Breckenridge, your father and I took our honeymoon to go skiing. Nine months later, you were there, there you were, replied the mother. And me? Asked the second child. My darling daughter, Gloria. Your mother and I had gone to the symphony for our second anniversary. And things got a bit heated when we got home, replied his father. How about me? Asked the third child. Well, broken condom. It's kind of a funny story. Ah, <laughs> it's like that meme. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, <laughs> broken condom. He's my fave. Favorite child. Two guys, both with black eyes, are waiting to board a plane. One guy says to the other, how'd you get your black eye? The other guy says, well, it's a funny story. I was buying the tickets at the counter. And what I meant to say was, can I have two tickets to Pittsburgh? What I actually was said... Can I have two pickets to Titsburg? <laughs> and the lady at the counter punched me in the eye. The second guy asked the first guy, how'd you get yours? The first guy said, the same thing that happened to you happened to me. I was sitting at the breakfast table with my wife. And what I meant to say was, honey, can you pass me the Cheerios? But what I actually said, you stupid bitch, you ruined my life. <laughs> it happens. Wait. I just realized that basically the story we just told tonight was The Sixth Sense. Like the movie The Sixth Sense. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. That kid's called AF Pay. I see dead people. But then it turns out Bruce Willis dead all the time. Oh my God. Well, if you guys have a scary story or a happy story or a picture of your cat, please send it to us at the horror comedy. Picture of your ghost. At the horror comedy podcast at gmail.com. P O T C A S T. Or slide it into our dms thc podcast on instagram we're also on facebook at the horror comedy podcast it's like a group or some shit i don't really know how it works i'm not very active on there but if you join baby i will get physical physical as in i'll be more active okay yeah i don't like it in a madonna way yeah that's what i was going for physical yeah, it's stuck in my head now. Um, and we're on TikTok at THC Podcast. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. I had such a good time tonight, Jake. Thank you for being a part of this. You're welcome. And don't forget to drink water. Don't forget to drink water. See you on uh, Wednesday. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Get that space.